0: M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. Hard-bodied, sweaty, hairy Italian men. This is M. Salation. My body did less great things, but it still did the job. <laughs> he's a refined diva. I'm like a dumpster fire batshit crazy diva, and he's a refined diva. Easily the
1: trashiest thing M has ever... And this is really saying something. You're in M. Salation.
0: Stephanie was also an unpaid advisor to Melania. I think I could probably claim that status in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this episode of Insulation. How are you going? You good? I am good. I'm looking out over a sunny canopy of leaves from my study. It was 31 degrees in Melbourne yesterday. Sweaty. Today it's a bit of a clear sunshine. I'm getting the windows cleaned. We have a little window at our house today, so I've hired window cleaners. That's right. Professionals are coming, so of course the mad clean's on. Because I can't have people, like, inside my house. Oh, my God. I'm talking about it later, but I helped my middle child, my 13-year-old daughter, clean her bedroom. Because I feel like they may have called the police if they had have gone inside Odette's bedroom. It did look like a crime scene in every way. So that got done yesterday over several hours Today, there'll be a zhuzh. And you know, when you're like, yes, this is how we always leave. My house is always immaculately organized and smelling stunning. That's, I don't know. I've just got this unrealistic. I just remember as a kid, whenever, I always knew if we had company coming, because my mom would be like frantically cleaning. Like I'd get home and I'd be like, oh, who's coming over? Straight away, because that's the only time our house got completely, it, it would look like a display home. And so that tradition of me feeling like my house has to look like a display home when people come over. Michael Lucas is still trying to catch me out with a messy house. (laughs) He's still, he's like, I can't believe you live like this. I'm like, that's the point. We don't. There's two settings on my house complete dumpster fire or immaculate display home. And we swing violently between the two, depending on my moods. You can imagine. So, yes, the window cleaners are coming. Why don't I tell the cleaning story? You know, I've I've been thinking a lot about trying to manage my energy because things have really started getting busy again, especially with work. And, you know, I've got to start thinking about writing next year's show. I'm trying to finish a book. I've got the podcast coming out. I'm doing a bunch of influencing, you know, um, a few new things coming up, which I think you'll enjoy. But I found myself feeling really overwhelmed and exhausted on Friday and then I know that we're coming into Christmas and I do I do all of Christmas. Even though I have done stand-up shows on managing the mental load and making sure other family members help, I still do all of it still because I think a part of me doesn't trust anyone else to get it done effectively. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, oh my God, it was brought to my attention that I say, do you know what I mean, heaps as one word, do you know what I mean? A woman said it to me, it was so cute, she spelt it out, do you know what I mean? So now I'm self-conscious about it and Michael says, to be fair, a lot. (laughs) But I guess there were two things I wanted to say to you guys. First of all, I've started Dream Week, it's hectic, you know how I am on day two of my period and if you're new to the podcast, hello. Where have you been? And go and listen to the Period Preacher episode with Lucy Peach. (laughs) It's not weird. If you guys are long-term listeners and you're up to date, you know. You're like, oh, yeah, cool. She's in Dream Week. him. just be easy with yourself. Eat that pizza. Two things I wanted to say. First of all, I realised that I'd kind of been expecting someone in my family to acknowledge all the effort I put into keeping us afloat during lockdown. So since March basically just – you know, hustling for work, keeping everyone's spirits up, making sure everyone had things to do, everyone was okay. And I realised that's not going to happen. It's not going to (laughs) happen. It's not going to happen. So I wanted to say to you, if you were the sunshine engine house of your family or even just your flatmates or whatever, if you're the person and you know if it was you that did the heavy lifting during the pandemic, well done. I see you. Good job! They couldn't have done it without you. You deserve medals and a parade and a pony, but all you're going to get is this general thanks from a person on a podcast. <laughs> it was once said to you—I can't remember who said it—you need to do things from love, not for love. So anything you do, any act of service you do for your family, it needs to be from love, not for love. But fuck it, sometimes I want love back. <laughs> I'm only human. And then going into Christmas, I'm just – and I'm more saying this out loud so I'm saying it to myself. Pace yourself. Pace yourself going into seeing your family, going into the energy. Protect your energy. is what, And that's my new kind of thing that I say to myself. How are you going to protect your energy today? Because not everyone deserves it. Do you know what I mean? You've only got so many fucks to give out. And then once you're out of them, it's done. <laughs> well – the Crown, the documentary, The Crown, season four, obviously hit Netflix yesterday. Very excited. You'll hear why I didn't get to watch much of it. Also, Oprah and Dolly sat down for a uh, an interview. God, I just love those two so much. I mean, I love Dolly. I just, for me, Dolly's just everything that I hope to be in that. She's kind of a walking contradiction She's a feminist but doesn't, you know, really say it out loud, but she is. She's all about female empowerment but then has had all the plastic surgery to kind of look like this archetype male Barbie doll gaze, you know. She's able to remain apolitical even though, you know, people on the right would claim her, people on the left would claim her. She's just got this incredible, she's the most beloved, non-controversial appeals to rednecks, to, you know, white people, to black people, to gay people, to transgender people. She just crosses all boundaries. And I dream one day of being that kind of person, performer. I love her so much. And just to see her sit down with Oprah, Michael and I talk about that, but I just wanted to add that caveat of why I love Dolly so much because she just, she crosses boundaries, guys. She crosses boundaries. All right. Well, I'm going to go. This felt a bit weird. (laughs) I just, I remember waking up and going, oh, I'm just going to say well done to anyone who feels like they were the backbone of the household during the pandemic, because no one said it to me. So I was like, well done, Em. You bloody did it. You know, you became an influencer out of necessity. You felt a bit weird about it at first, but now you're embracing it as all things. Well done, Em. All right, we're going to bring Michael in. Lots to get through. Lots to discuss. Here we go. Play the music. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Okay, he's just informed me he's got to go soon, so we better be very efficient in our diva chat today.
1: <laughs> we've got a lot of divas. We've got dead ones. So we've got be- living oh. ones. We've got ones we're speculating when they're going to die. So <laughs> let's get down oh to Oh my it.
0: god! I know our text messages. I had a lot of queens to watch over the weekend. A lot of queens,
1: <laughs> um, and
0: I barely managed to watch half of one.
1: I've done much better.
0: You really have, but again. No kids. You don't have
1: kids.
0: <laughs> Someone sent me a message and said, you know, um, you really shouldn't say that to Michael because as a gay man in, mar- in a marriage, it's very hard for them to have kids. And what if he does want kids? And I felt like <gasps> Thank going, you. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no. You. T- you. You. Turncoat. <laughs> you guys at the moment, are choosing not to because you're busy and you've got things in your life and you want to be able to – like it's not like – Well, and
1: there's a global pandemic which makes, you know, all sorts of options off the table.
0: I take umbrage to anyone telling me how to treat my best friend in the whole world who I know intimately every struggle and we've talked about – casting mothers for the for the eminent children. Yes. So just...
1: No, I know. I should do, let everyone know that when Em says anything like that to say it has no effect on me whatsoever is it's just it's just her being funny.
0: Thank you. It really Thank is. Thank you, Michael. It is. She's pretty first... when,
1: when she wants to wound me, she knows how and it's not that it's not that. She's got other she's got other artillery she'd pull out.
0: Oh god, you're the first but one i, on I ever to do that. The, Thank the, you. the
1: empathetic yeah. listener.
0: Ah. Uh... As if. As if I like as if, if Michael was crying to me every night, I just want a child. I just as you I just want a child as if I'd be making that joke. That's the whole point. Mm. Anyway, that's out of the way. Let's start with
1: Breaking News in Adelaide.
0: Yeah, what's going on?
1: Seventeen cases. So it's come out of hotel quarantine, they're almost 100% sure, and it's busted out and it's hit this big extended family and it's gone to 17 cases. 90 people are in isolation. And because they're all in the one, most of them are in the one extended family, you'd assume that maybe there are other cases that they're going to find. but
0: Oh, that's really, Lucy Gransbury, right-hand woman currently on maternity leave, her husband filmed her reacting to the announcement that they were opening the South Australian borders last week. She was crying because she is 30 Six weeks pregnant or something. Uh, crazy. Her mum lives in Adelaide and hasn't seen her pregnant. Her mum booked a flight that the moment the borders opened. Then she was on the news, on the Adelaide news, crying again, saying how excited she was the borders are opening. And now this.
1: I know. I mean, this is obviously what we're gonna have to be prepared to work with and live with over the next until at least like April, May next year, until the vaccine starts to roll out. But even then, I mean, it's not like the vaccine will get everyone instantly for basically this is going to be locked in for 2021, that there's going to be these <laughs> little flare ups and also more people have got to come home to Australia. So there's going to be more case COVID cases coming back. And I think it, I mean, it kind of proves that as much as, I mean, let's not forget that there are infected um, staff in Sydney as well. It didn't cause an outbreak, thank God, but there were. And now Adelaide's had one. I mean, you can be, not that systems probably can't be better, but it's so infectious and so easy when you're getting that many people in hotel quarantine that get sick. I mean.
0: So I don't understand. How did it bust out?
1: They don't know. They just, well, I mean, I haven't read many details about that other than the fact that there's a clear link to hotel quarantine. So,
0: But they're not suggesting a rot or anything.
1: Like no, they're not
0: suggesting the level of Melbourne clusterfuckery. Well,
1: I mean, the level of what was the level of Melbourne clusterfuckery? It was like the security guards got oh, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, 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 the yeah. behaviour of the security yeah. guards. Well, I don't think yeah. anyone knows. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you can bet your bottom dollar there'll be an inquiry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I did turn the mics on to Michael chanting "Shut the borders." So for anyone, <laughs> anyone worried about little poor delicate I Michael just, copying just, it from M, see, childless Michael, poor childless for Michael. this is
1: this is how she wounds me. Now she's now she's doing it with intent. No, I I was sort of I was saying it semi-ironically. Isn't it strange how quickly you can go from wandering around saying yeah. we are the only state that never shut our borders, and then this has happened? You're instantly like, "Shut the borders! Shut the borders!" But. <laughs> I mean look frankly you know everyone in Melbourne we we are I don't want to throw around the term PTSD a bit too you know oh, loosely yeah. but we are we've been we've had a time and we yeah. are in a really good place at the moment we've had our two weeks of double donut days we've actually now got triple donut because we've got even the 14 day average is zero
0: triple donut
1: yeah 14 oh, eight. day average zero as well so needless to say I want to make sure that whatever cluster <laughs> in Adelaide does not come here <laughs> oh my I God. also really want Lucy to have her mother with her at the birth, obviously. So I'm torn, know. but oh, not God, that torn. Poor
0: Lucy. Not that torn. <laughs> uh, and you did, we did see Dan's approval ratings up over 80% with young people over the weekend.
1: Yeah, well, and, and just se- uh, 71 in, in the general population. So the go, magical federal, unicorn. Go,
0: federal, go, federal, I go, know. federal.
1: I know, and ironically, there's a lot of discussion now about how Federal Labor's not necessarily looking in the greatest shape, although he's certainly not going to switch over anytime soon.
0: Why can't he do See, my point is, and here's to anyone listening from the Labor Party, I know you listen. <laughs> um- I know Albo's a lovely man. I know people who have worked for him and have said he is a lovely human. But that doesn't mean he's the best person to beat ScoMo. And quite frankly, he's not. You need a rock star. You need a cult figure. Like you need someone who is as well-known, hated and loved as ScoMo is. Like he needs a worthy adversary. And, you know, Albo's lovely but he's a cool face washer on a hot day, you know? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice, yes, but it's you know it's not going to stop me schwitzing in between Mark groin. So, what I need is someone who's big and bold, who has the highest following on Facebook of any politician in Australia. It's about to hit a million.
1: I know that's crazy. He's guy. like at Jacinda Ardern levels, and she's the Prime Minister of an entire country and an yes. international figure. His his so Facebook social media game is off the hook.
0: Catherine. I know you're listening. <laughs> Prepare. I know we you're listening, We want you in the lodge, Catherine. But it can't
1: happen. I want him to finish his term because you can see now, we're doing all the stimulus. Oh, he's already true. announced the big social housing thing. So now he's been through the Rubicon and now he just gets to be the kind of progressive Dan spending, you know, putting oh, the money into, like we're going to have a glorious ride for the next two years of him investing <laughs> in all the kinds of stuff that people lefties like us are going to love. So I know.
0: It's the Dan Christmas special. He's just giving it out. He's just. He's just sitting there just loving it. No, we need, him. we need him to run the country. We can't be selfish as Malbanians. Like, as far him. as if he
1: runs the country, he can still sit there going, as Prime Minister, I want the train link to the airport.
0: <laughs> he can. can be federal. It's true. All right, let's move into things I'm far more excited about. Working nine to
1: what a way to make
0: a Oprah Winfrey and Dolly Parton. Yes. Uh, dropped an interview. Two and icons. Was, oh, my God. And the first thing that you noticed that you texted me in capital letters was Dolly's stocking gloves.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, it took me a little while into it before I noticed it. But then once I noticed it, I couldn't stop looking at it.
0: I know. It's amazing. Well, drag queens wear them too. Um, It basically just covers up kind of the texture of your hands. So for Dolly, I think she's a bit concerned about – she's 74, so she's got 74-year-old hands. Yeah. As my grandmother used to say, the hands go first she a yeah. glove when she drove
1: that's what my mother says as she watches the undoing <laughs> she she's enjoying it but of Nicole course I Kibben. mean the miracle of that is Nicole Quitman you know she is in her she's 53 and, she, and there's no there's no lines on that face but my mother says however Mate, if her hands come into shot <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nicole keeping in the undoing you and I sat there you and Adrian marveling at modern technology and medicine at her face like
1: <laughs> Apparently there was a story happening on screen, but we couldn't tell you about that.
0: Oh, what I was we- just too obsessed with how haggard Hugh looked. Hugh, I oh, know um, it's an unfortunate what's his parallel. Name? What's his last name? I just think like, Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant looks so haggard and age appropriate, and she's as smooth as a newborn baby. Yeah, stunning.
1: But how does so the Dolly gloves, what I'm confused about is the fingernails come out. How do you yes. achieve that? Is it just is there is it like open holes at the end well, of every finger?
0: With my drag queen friends who wear them, the nails are built in. So like there's they're almost like a stocking nail that's got that, that they're talony, so they're padded. Oh. But Dolly definitely had um I suggest that they that her whole hand is covered in the stocking and they stick the fake nail on top of the stocking. Okay. Yeah. I, but her, her I whole mean, you body is stockinged, like – Her whole, even her. I checked her feet. Her feet are stockings. Like, and I remember there's a line in Still Magnolia's, um, where she says, "This house hasn't left without lacquer on these thighs." Like, I think that applies to Dolly her whole life.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't sound with nails stuck on the outside. I mean, you wouldn't want her to suddenly have to do something technical. Like, you wouldn't want Dolly to suddenly have to do a Henry Cavill building of a computer or something like that. Because I'm imagining those (laughs) gloves are not going to give you the dexterity and the precision that you need.
0: no. no, she wasn't gonna. She wasn't going to, you know, pull pull out a guitar. But what I did love is she did just kind of launch into a bit of a song she'd written during coronavirus. Oh. It was just talking and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, we're in a song. Oprah was looking. Oprah had this look on her face the whole time. Confused grandmother trying to figure out Skype on her iPad.
1: (laughs) It's quite a specific look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see her constantly kind of squinting and looking to the side to check? Oh, yeah. She looked confused the whole interview but not because of Dolly because they were doing like a virtual thing obviously because coronavirus is at record levels now and those two are well in the category of elderly women.
1: Oh, Oprah not so much. She's 60, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's enough. Well, she's a 60. solid
1: 15 years younger or something. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, But, I mean, sure. they're still but in the category. we've all seen Oprah's – I mean, she's taken isolation. She made Gail spend – two weeks in the guest house mind you the guest house looked like it was palatial
0: was it, she say, put it on her yeah. instagram
1: when gail was finally allowed to visit to, oh oprah 66 I, I i marked her down i said she was Thank i said you. she was 60 Thank you're you. right okay eight mm-hmm. years difference mm. well she's doing well i reckon oprah
0: yeah yeah she looks good she, she does have excellent lighting she's good with uh, her lighting person is legendary mm. truly totally. what was your favorite part of the interview Oh
1: look! I did really appreciate her bursting into song oh. every once in a while. I yeah, I, I, I always appreciate when she's upfront about her plastic surgery and when she's oh, that
0: was amazing. <laughs> actively saying,
1: "I oh, will look as young as my cosmetic surgeon allows me to look. I'll be ninety, I still have the wigs and the light. Yeah, oh. I bet you will.
0: I don't think about my life in terms of numbers. First of all. I ain't never going to be old because I ain't got time to be old. I can't stop long enough to grow old. <laughs> I'm just going to be the best I can be at whatever age I am. And I bet you I won't look much different when I'm 95 if I live that long because I'm like the Gabor sisters. I'm going to look like a cartoon. I'll have on the makeup. I'll look as young as my plastic surgeons will allow me. That's the best line ever from her. Dolly, how long does it take you to do your hair? I don't know, darling. I'm not there willing to do it.
1: Thank you, Dolly Is it the biggest thing for me that would be the impediment? I mean, I don't foresee myself going down the Dolly path of looking that way Mm. when I'm that old But it just seems like it would be hot because you've got gloves on and wigs are hot Like when I've I've ever had to wear a wig for, say, a Halloween costume, I'm sweating
0: 100% Oh, 100%, but she's a tiny little thing So I don't imagine, I feel like she'd be cold a lot because there's not a scrap of fat on her She's Mm. teensy-weensy, so I think it would be quite comforting I, do, I feel like she would feel quite – like I worry she'd be brittle-boned. Okay. She's such, a, she's such a little bird. So I think it will be like wearing a wetsuit around. Like when we saw Shur, she had a full body stocking on and then a she bikini did, over the top. She like a wetsuit. <laughs> Flesh-coloured wetsuit. Well, that's the route I'm planning on going this summer because mm-hmm. we were going to go bather shopping. I said to the girls, can someone just look up a nude neck-to-knee wedding with bathers painted on because that's how I'm <laughs> feeling about <laughs> – I really, I bet you it exists. <laughs> so, what you need is almost
1: like, what you need is almost, you know, those no- novelty aprons that people wear that have got like the woman in a bikini painted on the, on yeah. the inside of the yes, apron. You need exactly that, but it's sort of in that. wetsuit form. No,
0: I did go bathing shopping the other day. So, I, of course, removed all my body hair. I faked hand two days earlier. Right. Because I knew what was coming. I went to like Swimming Galore or something like that. And they've really come a long way with the lighting. And there's not one model Brazilian-looking stunner wearing the bathers I'm trying on either because that used to put me off. Yeah, I'd go fair in there enough. And they'd have the models trying on the bathers I was trying. I was like, ah. Oh, Fuck, it doesn't look like that. Mm. So so this place, this had like beautiful soft lighting, had thin mirrors, like the mirrors that are quite, they like they bring out the best. Mm. And the lighting was stunning. It was coming in from like a, as a soft mist, not a terrifying fluorescent down light, which is what used to happen. Mm. And, and the change rooms, they're like in soft colours, very calming. So the whole thing was less traumatic because they figured out lining in swimwear change room. These are things you'll never have to worry about.
1: But then ideally these outfits are designed to be worn in harsh overhead natural light eventually.
0: Do you know what? Shut your mouth. Okay. okay? No, I just don't want
1: you to be set up for a fall.
0: Oh, one time I went bathing shopping and they had a mirror where you could see your bum if you wanted to. As an option?
1: Why (laughs) though? And did you take the option?
0: No, that's Pandora's (laughs) box. I already worry about the shit I can see. Do I need to be worrying about the stuff that's behind me? Do I need that kind of stress in my life? I felt like smashing it. I felt like taking off my heel and smashing the middle of it. I wish you had. Like, oh my god! Imagine offering women a back view. No, thank you, please, Satan. So, yeah, you're right that I do have to go out into harsh lighting, but I have to, like, if, if they put daylight lighting in change rooms, they wouldn't sell a pair of favours. Yeah. So it's just it's just something as a woman you know. Let's just get them on in the change room. Oh, my God, they look fine. Okay, I'll just open my eyes for a second. Yep, great, look at me. Okay, terrific. Yep, that's all tucked in. I'll take them. And then that's Oh, it. man,
1: it's a such a process.
0: You've got to hold that image of, of yourself in the change room mirror for every time you put them on. That's what I look like. <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> Whereas for me, I've, for the past decade, every pair of bathers I've bought, it's been because I've gone to the swimming pool, realised I've forgotten to bring my bathers, asked what they have, <laughs> and just got whatever speedo thing, yeah. little blackboard shorty sort of little thing they've got yeah. in a medium and that yeah. that's it. That's all I do.
0: Oh, God, it's so... so
1: Double bad standards. Bad. I know. It's a thing. <laughs>
0: Um, How do we even get here? Oh, my God. Well, patriarchy, that's
1: that's a good segue to let's talk about the royal family.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, you can watch Dolly and Oprah on Apple TV, Apple Plus. Yes. The documentary, The Crown.
1: I know. In tragic news, Emma's only halfway through the first episode. She has been waiting. for. I think it's fair enough to say you've been waiting for this series for about four years because ever since the first one came on, we all knew we were enjoying it, but we're biding our time Mm -hmm. for Diana. And Maggie, really. Maggie Thatcher. Your Majesty. I think we have enough respect for one another personally to ask ourselves some of the bigger questions. Woman to woman. We are the same age after all. Really? Just six months between us. Oh? And who is the senior? I am. Mum.
0: Oh! Jillian. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. So, obviously, yes, the documentary The Crown. I'm obsessed with the royal family, but uh-huh. the royals of the 80s and early 90s, not so much modern. I know. Peoples.
1: It's uh, yeah. as uh, regulars will know, it's one of the most searing, <laughs> frustrating differences between the two of us. I don't mind that you love the crown. I don't even mind that you have a fascination with the royal family. It's just that you take it that extra step and sometimes refer to yourself as a monarchist. that just, oh, it's like a stake. I'm a.
0: I'm you pull pulling a- back. You pulling back no, on that. No No, I'm sitting here with my Charles and I commemorative plate actually. I'm having my toast on it today. I'm a I'm a monarchist in that. I'm an ironic monarchist. Okay. I believe would be the one. But, right but way If we to were say
1: to say to you, is it insane that she holds pride a place in our constitution, there's no reference to indigenous people, you'd say Oh yes.
0: <laughs> yes. It's NADOC week. You can't Yes, see. of course. No, there should be Oh I know it's terrible. Oh, that's a low.
1: No, it's I mean, the truth. You've got to know.
0: I know it's the truth. I'm, yeah, oh, no, you're terrible. I don't, it's, they, Indigenous people should be in our constitution and there should have been an amendment, but that's not Liz's fault. That's what? our shit <laughs> government's fault. I mean, you can't blame Liz for that.
1: She's keeping the monarchy going. It's the institution we're talking about more than the individuals.
0: Oh, it's very problematic.
1: Yeah, oh, very <laughs> problematic. Very. I mean, they made all their money off oh. the slave trade. Uh, you notice oh, that yeah. Harry is trying to sort of say, uh, when Harry's sort of saying Britain needs to grapple, he means my family. They've taken oh, down 100%. all the statues for other slave traders, but the British royal family haven't said much. But thankfully they've you. got no problems with Nazis or pedophiles. So,
0: oh, la, la la
1: Having said that, I would just like to say that the Crown Season 4, I feel is getting more and more sceptical and critical of the royal family.
0: Well, they kind of had to. Although, I mean, wait, I just want to say on the topic of um, Harry. Mm. Uh, I mean, did you say Harry or William? Which one did Harry. you say? Harry. Oh, did you see the recent photos? That hairline's gone, girl. Of course. Oh, God, that's brutal. It's so brutal.
1: It's so brutal. And there's part of me that really questions why aren't they taking <laughs> interventions?
0: Why aren't they, why aren't they doing some Rogaine or just advanced hair? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that it matters. It doesn't matter. Let's not place hair pressure on men. But I just feel like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't care. I just, I just saw him the other day and went, oh, girl. I'm so sorry. So can people see my waistline? No. Well,
1: it was because you know that there, there can be some genetic dubiousness in that family. But when they were young men, everyone's like, "Wow!" <laughs> they brought in an amazing-looking woman. They've ended up with two really handsome men. And now, as they approach their forties, we're like, "Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on."
0: They're still handsome. I oh, still think they're handsome. Harry is Harry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor Wills. But yeah. So, documentary The Crown. Um, this has been – yes, you're right. I have been crescendoing to this moment. And, uh, I, and I should just politically.
1: Rid- so have I. Like, I mean uh,
0: – but, you, but you're but you a Johnny-come-lately because you don't even love the royal family like I do, so whatever. No, I
1: love it's the just, show, but I don't – yes, I don't no, love the royal family. No, you don't love family. the
0: people that it's based on.
1: No, I really want to get rid of them.
0: Yeah, and I and I should point out, and I have said before, my grandmother, my, my one of my dearest relatives who I loved so much and was so close to, Denise, was obsessed with them. And in her will, she left me her royal commemorative china – and, like, I just – I got really sad watching last night thinking I realised she died on uh, New Year's Day 2015. She would love this TV show.
1: Yeah. Well, oh. although this season might test her once it gets no, into it. No, but she it.
0: would have loved the the season one with, the like, yeah, the royals yeah. that she remembers. Yeah, yeah. She was around for the visit. She went and saw them when they came out. Like, my grandmother would have frothed over the crown. Mm. Oh, Denise, Arlene. But, yes, yeah, so I was – Building up to watching it, you and I had even planned to sit down to a Netflix watch party at 7.30 um, and I'm just going to do a little tangent off of uh, I went upstairs to my middle daughter's room and I hadn't been up there for the whole pandemic. I left her to her devices, I admit it. It's Mm, upstairs, it's a bit out of the way. Yeah, I haven't been up there in six months. I mean I go up there in the dark to say goodnight but she's very been and I realise now it's been a tactic. She'll turn the light off and go, yeah, come up. So I just kind of stumbled my way around with my friend torch to give her a kiss goodnight, but I've never been in there in the harsh light of day. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Holy
0: shit. Last time I cleaned a room I found a tooth. Oh, I God. Found a whole fucking tooth. It's, it
1: reminds me of like a scene in Seven where Brad Pitt Correct. and Morgan Freeman are going into Correct. this place and you just don't know if you're going to find it some was. carcass strung to a bed.
0: Okay, you've just outlaid what yesterday was for me. It was... <laughs> A reoccurring scene from Seven. (laughs) 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 Teenage girls are disgusting. I don't care what you say about teenage boys. Yes, maybe they wank into a sock. Maybe there's some stiff socks under the bed. I don't know. Teenage girls... Of disgusting, they're disgusting individuals. Unless you've got a clean one, I had a clean one. My is a clean teenage girl; like she likes clean order, everything to be in the right place. Odette isn't. Yeah, she was agent. never
1: going to go that way. The good thing is we can check back in with you in fifteen years' time to catch your comments on teenage boys. <laughs> but I'm appreciating that you got both flavours of teenage girl.
0: Oh my god! So she was like, "Oh no, it's out!" Like she was really uh, upset. She's like, "This, it's out of control, Mum. I've lost." She said, "I've lost control," so I had to have a clean. <laughs> so I had to have a cleaning intervention. And we started at 1 o'clock and then at 7.30 you texted me and said, right, we're in position, ready to go. And I I just like like a troop halfway through a battle knew I couldn't leave my comrade and I just looked at her, just hunched in the corner, sorting through old makeup that had like stuck together and I just texted you back and I said, oh, man.
1: You have to be going. So, can I, Well, can I just say, I mean, that's amazing parroting. If I, a few people would know the level of ferocity with which you've looked forward to watching The Crown, and I know it's on demand, you can watch it anytime you want, but that was the time we agreed she'd been building up to it. The amount of comments, like peppering through the days, it was practically a day countdown. You gave it up to clean your daughter's room. That's. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, amazing. And,
0: and I had to follow her Pinterest board for the vibes she wanted because, you know, oh, yeah. I'm,
1: oh. I'm an interior
0: designer. So.
1: And I'm going to imagine it's not the taste you would have selected. No,
0: Michael, she wants to be – the theme is hippie indie girl, um, hippie indie TikTok witch vibes. Okay. So, so that was like a lot of fucking scarves hanging on the walls. Oh. Fucking
1: LED Any colourful ironic camp?
0: No, LED lights. LED.
1: Oh, lights. LED. Okay. Well, you could do something with fairy lights, maybe. Oh, she
0: wouldn't let me. You'd uh, program the LED lights with your phone. It's peak, it's peak generation Z. And then, oh, everything's has got black. She likes, she's got some black. There's no black in my house. Obviously, there is not one black item of furniture or cushion. Nothing, nothing. Oh, my God. It's like there's, oh, there's the black hole upstairs. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, my God. It's it is the ultimate sacrifice. Oh, definitely really was. TikTok witch 70s indie chick aesthetic oh god i had to go to ishka i had to buy i had to buy crystals
1: <laughs> i'm so, impressed. I'm so she's got, impressed she's
0: got crystals of rose quartz bullshit up there oh god, fuck this tie-dye this tie-dye in my house not on my body oh anyway, so, you
1: are having to just step away from everything you love and yep. dive into everything you, you hate
0: selflessly thank you thank you for acknowledging. But. I finally sat down last night. Oh, my God. Let's just do, it. first of all, Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's a master. It's a masterclass. It's a, I want a masterclass on Facebook immediately. She's become Thatcher. My
1: goal is to change this country from being dependent to self-reliant, and I think in that I am succeeding. Joblessness, recession, crises.
0: It's a dangerous game to make enemies left, right and centre.
1: Not if one is comfortable with having enemies, are you? Oh, yes. And who would have thought, if you'd gone back to me as a teenager, watching her in the X-Files, I don't think I would have had her pegged to be the one that's going to go the full Meryl. I really wouldn't have. No. I mean, I loved her in the X-Files, but who knew? Who knew where Gillian was going to go? I mean, what's David doing at the moment?
0: Didn't he do that sex show? Yeah, he did
1: that sex show. Californication? (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, I she's think all over it. the place. She's in sex education, you know, mm-hmm. she's doing this, she's on stage...
0: I am hanging for season three of Sex Education. I love that show. Mm. I think it's one my my, my favorite shows to come out in the last five years. Continue, mm. yeah, yeah. But so yeah,
1: vocally and the movement, her walk. Oh.
0: oh, her walk! I know when you text out. I said, it, it, just even the way she sits on the edge of the chair. Maggie used to do that with both hands crossed. Kind of, it reminds me of when my dad sits on a chair. But she nailed. She must have studied. That, like t- hours of tapes of Thatcher.
1: Oh yeah, we've been wandering around our house speaking. You know, one do of it. us will go, "Oh," and who is the senior? And the other will go, <laughs> "I am, Mum." <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> She's amazing.
0: I did love when she sat down and um, the Queen said, um, "Oh, I've, I've, I do like to make sport of picking the the cabinet that you're going to pick. Would you, would you mind indulging?" Oh yeah. Me?
1: And Thatcher <laughs> and gave then- her the, the best. Like, what is this bitch doing? It yeah. was amazing.
0: And then she's like, and then she'll say someone, and Thatcher's like, yes. Mm. I loved it. It's I'm just I could watch Dillian Anderson do Thatcher f- for days and days and days. But even listening to her do the voice, it hurts me to even do it.
1: Although, even though I mean, obviously Thatcher is kind of like the showiest new role in some ways. But I would say in terms of difficulty okay. of casting, Tell I me. think Diana is a near impossible casting job and oh, they've blitzed it. All
0: I want is to be
1: loved. It's all any of us want from you.
0: So excruciatingly, I fell asleep oh my halfway God. through. Oh, you've only seen I've,
1: Midsummer Night's Dream scene.
0: I've, oh, the only taste I've had of Di is where she's dressed in full tree leotard, which obviously I rate
1: and also has a special emotional resonance for because she was performing in midsummer night dream where we performed in that play together as fairies in in year Correct.
0: eight. so basically we are Princess. Star. <laughs> we, <That's laughs> we always felt saying, connected guys, in case in case you could not break that down um, so tell me so she's so so when do we first see her in episode 1 what as proper die
1: oh you just get a little bit of her oh no 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 she i th- now, see, I did a bit of a binge last night. I'm, I'm three episodes through. She does. She comes and sees him at a, a bit of a fair, and 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 is very empathetically commiserates about it with him about a, a dead family member, and mm. uh, and then finally he decides to take her out on a date. Oh, you've got a hell of a ride! But all I say is that episode three. Is that yes. like a full on hardcore die episode? It's like about, you know, the proposal <gasps> and then, oh, the, f- yeah, fashion. <gasps> but also we go into the bulimia. We're going to what was oh. propelling her there. Oh. And, 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 oh, this, okay. Are you ready? You know what else is in okay. episode three? I don't think I'm going to get anything away by saying this. She has lunch with Camilla. Oh. <gasps> What? Yeah, which was true. It was a well-known thing that happened. Camilla took her out to lunch. But also just the insanity of the way she was treated, that she barely knew Charles. They're engaged. Then he jets off for six weeks of an international tour. He's calling Camilla every day. He's not speaking to her. And she's there. She doesn't have her friends around her. She's alone in this palace, oh. just waiting for this wedding to happen. And firstly, the actress obviously has a physical resemblance and has got the voice and everything down pat. But she's just she has some of that sort of bewitching die quality of being shy, but at the same time being having that kind of star quality. And yes. she's and, and interestingly, I was wondering where the show was going to place it. Like, how much are they going to present die? You know, she's still that sort of ambiguous figure of to what extent was she innocent and naive and to what extent, you know, did she at times know exactly what she was doing and all that sort of stuff. But you feel immense sympathy for her. Immense in that, in those episodes. I don't know where the show's going to go after that. But uh, it does make you kind of hate the royal family.
0: In time, she will give up her fight and bend. As they all do. And if she doesn't bend, what then? She will break. Do you think we get Fergie in season four? Or we don't. I've
1: seen a glimpse of her. I've seen a glimpse. She's she's appeared, but I did I don't I get the sense she's not gonna be a major character. But there's there was definitely a redhead that was wandering around.
0: Oh, I can't Yeah, wait. Episode just,
1: two, here's all I need to say. It's at Belmoral, Thatcher comes for a stay, and then Die comes for a stay. One of them's a oh successful stay, god. and one of them's a disaster. And
0: oh my god! I can't wait! I'm not gonna get to watch it again till tonight. I love it so much. And I just want to savour it. Like, I don't, I'm just scared. I'm scared if I open the floodgates, I'll just, I'll just, where's Em? We've lost her. We don't know where she's gone for hours and hours and hours.
1: Well, and the other thing that's sort of so great about watching it is firstly, it's very clear everyone in the whole show knows, okay, this is the season we've all been building for. We can't drop the ball with this one. And they really haven't. They really haven't. But in addition to that, like, Die is... You know, it, 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 kind of one of the most captivating celebrity stories of yes. all time. And yes. we haven't yet had the good screen version of them. I mean, we had, I mean, no. Naomi Watts, God love her, she did it, had a shot. <laughs> didn't work out, didn't <laughs> did really work out. And no. so the pressure. On this, and we've got all the books sitting there, all of the Andrew Morton books. She did a lot of interviews. She's yeah. she she gave a lot of, of really detailed, mm. intimate interviews and everything for people to to try and build something off. But everyone's been a bit scared because she's so beloved, and mm. the royal family still has power, and um, so they've dived in and they've dived in pretty fearlessly, and they've oh, and then also you know what you'll love die anyone who's seen. Um, The further series, she goes a bit Britney in the palace. She does a bit of freestyle dancing. That was a moment that really spoke to me. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. Oh my God, I love this show so much. I love Die. I just, I'm so, I'm just can't wait to watch it. But then I don't want to watch it because I want this anticipation that I have now about watching it's going to go.
1: You do need to text me after you've seen episode three. (laughs) I think episode three is just going to be because the other bizarre thing is. I feel like you're really going to identify with Di's kind of, like, oh, sitting there as a public figure feeling all this pressure on her that doesn't oh, feel you know, right and, and feeling shunned I can by people myself that should love her. You
0: know that. I can make anything about me. So, of course. Well, course I look I'll forward some. to you doing it. <laughs> all right. Cause, well, the, crown, the documentary The Crown's on Netflix if you want to watch that. All right, I know you've got a busy day. Off you go. Thank you. Can't wait till we can actually talk about your TV show properly.
1: Well, soon actually because the ABC upfronts uh, um, in a couple of weeks so that's when all the cast will be announced and everything and then I can Can't talk. Can't wait.
0: Mm. Oh, and we hit 10,000 on Instagram now so we've got the swipe up link which is pretty exciting for Cella, at any rate.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I have no idea how <laughs> to that even you engineer. Can, no. on, does that, what, what does this even mean? If you hit 10,000, do they give you the ability yep. to do swipe up
0: links? Yep. So you've got to have a business account and you've got to hit 10,000 and then in your stories, you can put links to anywhere in the world. Why wouldn't just, they just give that to anyone? Nah, that's the rule they set. So weird. I oh, it's
1: like creating an Instagram aristocracy. I it like it.
0: actually is. So exciting. All right. Uh, I'm just sweaty. I just, I'm sweaty talking about the Royals. I need to go and watch, but I can't have so much to do today. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.
1: This is Emsolation.
0: All right, that's it, guys. We'll chat to you later in the week. We hit 10,000 on Instagram, as, as was discussed with Michael. It's very exciting. Thank you for, for those of you. We're at 10,100 now, guys. Whatever. We're through to the other side. We're a professional business now. The swipe up link knows no bounds. Um, so, yeah, at Emsolation Podcast, if you're not following us there. I don't have much else to tell you. I've got a very busy day ahead of me. Not too busy, though. I'm not proud of it. I'm not wearing it as a badge of honor. I'm just like, you know. oh my God. Oh, God. I mean, Dream Week, as mentioned in the intro. She needs to be doing some planning, just been exhaling some breathing. All right. Thank you, gorgeous people. Thank you for being here. You know, I appreciate your ears. We'll chat later in the week. Bye. A podcast, one production.